to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 podcast powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. They are America's premier college prep program and high school student athlete marketing service since 1997. Located locally here in the San Antonio area, you can find them in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center, but you can also find them on social media on Twitter at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram at College Promoters USA. And you can also get more information on what they're about on their website at collegepromotersusa.com. My next guest, she is a uh, the engineer, right? The leader who is leading uh, one of the biggest turnarounds in the state this year. She is Coach Tiffany Van Hoos, the head women's soccer coach of the Abilene Eagles. Coach, welcome. Hi, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Excited to have you here. And uh, are we ready to jump in? Absolutely. I've had it. All right. So before we begin, right, I don't want to ask for the, you know, the thorough bio that it, nobody wants to listen to, but just tell us some of the key pieces of where you've been, what you've done, and how you got to Abilene. Uh, so I grew up in Colleyville, Texas, which is around Fort Worth. <clears throat> I played for FC Dallas ECNL, and that got me to Hardin-Simmons. I played under Coach Marcus Wood, also known as Woody. Um, he, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> played for him for four years. Um, we did some good things while we were there. My senior year, we went to the NCAA Final Four. Um, so a bunch of fun memories that we got to make there. Um, I then became a teacher and I taught at a local school. I taught fifth grade here for four years. And then I got into club coaching about three years ago. This is my third year doing club coaching too. And so then this is my first year here at Abilene High. Wow. So fifth, first of all, fifth graders, God bless you. So, <laughs> um, so bigger transit. What was, what was that transition like fifth graders? Was it harder going in with fifth graders or, or making the transition from fifth graders to high schoolers? So I teach special education and mm -hmm. the kind of program that I teach with is called practical academics. And so mm -hmm. it's very, it wasn't too difficult of a transition because um, just of the way that they, they are, they're intellectually, intellectually disabled students, um, students with Down syndrome, autism, things like that. And mm -hmm. so um, the, the transition wasn't difficult there and I love what I do. Um, the, the different transition was, was definitely coaching the older girls because you know as i look at it i'm like oh i'm i'm only like nine years older than my seniors and yeah. so it's, it's battling that fine line of okay i can't be your mom but i also like cannot be your friend or your sister or anything like that and that was the hardest transition there right um, right so but. awesome well hey glad to hear first of all uh shout out to all the uh, special education teachers because i am also a special education uh, teacher by background by trade so uh, shout out to all the uh, special education teachers. But so tell us for our younger, maybe our aspiring coaches, right, that are young out there, they're going through trying to get their, you know, trying to get their certification, aspiring to be a coach one day. Um, 
how do they handle that? How do they go about not getting stuck in the quote unquote friend zone, right? And uh, where you have to separate yourself, but yet maybe you're close in age. How, how have you been able to kind of handle that and manage that? So my, my players make fun of me now, but <laughs> I, I went into it and I was like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to be your mentor. And so I spent the first couple of weeks really laying that groundwork and establishing kind of my, I don't want to say authority role, but hey, I, I am the boss here and you do have to do what I say. And then just kind of building that relationship before digging into, hey, now I can get to know you and now I can see who, what you're about, what I'm about, and really building that, that bond and that relationship. Um, and I think that really helped because I, I feel like my girls really respect me. And that's, that's a hard thing for girls to do, especially with like, they had the previous head coach was here for 19 years. So mm -hmm. having that change is, is really effective for, for girls, especially. And, um, but, but I think just coming in and establishing yourself as not one of them. Mm -hmm. And then okay. as, as they understand that respect and they, then that role, then you can let loose and kind of get to know them a little right, more. Right. So so it's an interesting piece, right? Because you're talking about getting them to really buy in the respect factor, the understanding your role and their role, right? Mm -hmm. And so just curious, does did that fall in line with, because the other piece too is whenever you're a new coach, right? Is And in this case, you're replacing a 19-year, right? 19-year coach uh, previously. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like that fell directly in line with your actual culture implementation and your your initial, I guess, mission and vision for the program? Yeah, so I was fortunate enough to kind of meet some of the parents before stepping into this role. And so they kind of gave me some insight on some things that the girls had wanted and some things that they wanted to see. And just more accountability was a big one. And so that was really easy in not only establishing my role, but also helping the team out is, hey, we got to be more accountable in our grades mm -hmm. and in our behavior outside of school, as well as inside of school, our attendance, our dress code, different things like that. And, um, so, so being able to hold them accountable early, early on was very helpful in, in building that respect line. Do you recall maybe a moment where, or have you had that moment really where obviously you all are having success, a lot of success on the field, but mm -hmm. maybe somewhere before you played your first game or somewhere early in the season where it was the, like, Hey, this is the moment where I think I finally where I think I've finally connected with them in terms of the culture piece, establishing yourself as well. Do you, do you actually recall a specific moment? Honestly, I was running two of my seniors and two of my juniors for their grades at the time. And the whole time it was, you know, they weren't, they weren't arguing it. They weren't like, man, we didn't, they were, they commented, we didn't do this last year, but they were like, we're going to get our grades up. We're never doing this again kind of thing. And so just, being able to make that impact and they, they weren't mad about it. They were like, thank you for making sure that we're doing our part right. and um, being leaders for the team as well. And so that, that's the one moment that sticks out to me because as a senior, you know, new coach coming in, making me run for grades that I hadn't had to do the past three years. Right. A lot of people would be like, man, I don't like this woman, but <laughs> <laughs> they, they were thankful for it. And they, they haven't failed any other classes since. <laughs> Very good. Very good to hear. Very good. Yeah, I'm sure they won't forget that either, right? So, yeah, <laughs> hence the running. But, yeah, um, so currently 
first place undefeated in, in district, right? District four, five A. We'll get to that a little bit more in a minute. But so far, um, up to now, this moment, I think you have, if I recall, if I read that correctly, you have two two games left in district play. Is that right? Three. Three. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. So far up to now, what would you say through the season all the way? You got three matches left remaining in your regular season. What has maybe been the easiest and hardest things for you in year one um, and maybe for your team as far as you all adjusting to each other? What would you say has been maybe something that turned out to be a lot easier than you thought and maybe something that turned out to be harder than you thought? I am very, very competitive and I hate losing as pretty much probably every single coach would say, but having to put on that encouraging factor when you're not playing your best or when you're, when you're down a goal kind of thing has surprisingly been very easy because I know girls feed off of each other very well, very well and not well. Um, And I wanted them to be able to look over at the sideline and be like, okay, she's frustrated, but she still believes in us and she still knows that we can do this. So we've all got to make sure that we're, fighting till the very end and doing everything that we can on our side because Mm -hmm. she's over there making sure that, that we know that we can do this. And um, I thought that would be a lot harder just because I hate (laughs) lies and losing. But it just came naturally because I knew that that's what they needed was just that confidence and that, that boost of we've got this kind of thing. The hardest thing Definitely the paperwork side of things, but (laughs) um, the the management piece, right? The management piece, but also along with that management piece is maintaining those standards in the busy time. So still keeping on them for their grades and Mm -hmm. still making sure that they're not getting away with anything just because we don't have as much time to check those things or to be on them as often or to run them because when am I going to run them right after the game or the day before the game? Like there's not enough time in there to discipline them for not holding their standards, but they've done a good enough job themselves of holding the standard high and keeping those expectations that I really haven't had to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. That's the piece that gets tricky. Right. I think a lot of people don't realize that is that when you're in the grind of the season, right, it's a, a Tuesday, Friday or Wednesday, Saturday format, whatever you have, in there you know you play a match it's a quick turnaround you gotta have a recovery day in there and then you're right it's a it's a prep day and then you're at it again mm-hmm. right so those it it's non-stop for several several you know for several weeks yeah Hey, you froze on your end. Yes. Oh, gosh.
Simone, I don't know if you can hear me, but yes, I recall making you run 120s after the Permian game because y'all let a corner kick drop, and that hasn't happened again. When was the first time I realized I loved all of y'all? Yeah. <sighs> when did you realize you were actually our friend? I'm not actually your friend. That hasn't happened yet until you graduate. <laughs> I realized I loved all of y'all the day that I met y'all. That's true. That's true. You're doing so good. Thanks. <laughs> And we are back. <laughs> Apologies for the uh, for the delay there. Uh, it's had some uh, some technical difficulties. Coach Van Hoos, can you hear me? I can. All right. So, apologies. We are in the middle of a of a rainstorm slash thunderstorm here, and it just gave us a complete surge there. For apologies for the delay for the technical difficulties there. But, Coach Van Hoos, let's jump right back in where we were. Sounds good. All right. So you were talking about the e the easiest part and the hardest part being the paperwork and the management piece, right? Mm -hmm. oh, anything else to add to that? Not really. I've had a lot of support from other coaches in the community, other coaches at school, and they have made things so much easier than I could have ever imagined. So really hasn't been anything too difficult 
besides just dealing with teenage girls, you know, they have their own <laughs> level of difficult. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 absolutely. So, all right. So key reason or reasons, if you had to identify maybe one or two, what are the key reasons for the turnaround? I think a lot of it is just that they have a coach that stands behind them. And like, I, I fully believe in them. And I tell them all the time, I use their lingo and I sound very ignorant sometimes because I am not a high school teenager, but like I tell them I'm their biggest hype man. Like I go. will pump them up and I will be their biggest person that stands behind them and believes in them. Um, whether they believe in themselves or not. Um, I make sure that they know that I, I know that they can take care of business on the field, in the classroom, you know, in their relationships and their friendships, things like that. And so I think that's a key reason is just building that relationship with them. And I, I feel like I have a pretty good bond with them. They just called me while waiting for <laughs> your, the thing to reboot and they're like, return. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Um, but right. that's a big reason. And then I think another is just, we, we have fun while also working hard. And so my kind of motto is if we're working hard, then we can have fun. So we'll like listen to music at practice and different things like that. But if mm -hmm. we're not working hard and we're not taking care of business, then, you know, the music, music's got to go till we're back in the right mindset and we're back to focusing. Good. And, you know, I tell them we're not going to practice for a set two hours. I have some drills that I want to do. And if we can take care of business and we do those drills, to the best of our abilities and to what is our standard, then practice might only be an hour or, you know, things like that. So it's, it's in their hands and I give them a bunch of ownership over the, the team and over everything. So that that's probably okay. a big one too, is that they have a lot of ownership of it all. Good. Okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot here with this next one, just a little bit. So have you been surprised by how quick the turnaround has come? Yes. Why? I did not. I expected it to be a lot more difficult just based on what I was told, but mm -hmm. the girls bought into it immediately. And I was very impressed with that because I know how hard it is for girls in general to just accept a new person into it, uh, especially a coach. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my kind of mindset this year was this year we're going to focus on building those relationships. Next year we'll focus on really getting into all of the nitty gritty uh, tactical, technical, those kind, technical, those kinds of things. And this year it was so easy to build that relationship that we were able to get into the nitty gritty way sooner. And, um, I think that's why that turnaround has kind of happened so quickly because we were able to just move through things so fluidly and now, effortlessly. You, gotcha. So did you, when you arrived, when you arrived there, obviously you knew what, what the previous record was the mm -hmm. season before, what have you, but were you were you pleasantly surprised in terms of just the general the skill level there right the technical the technical and uh the technical component maybe the tactical understanding were you surprised by what was there did it catch you by surprise yeah the pieces were definitely there it just was a matter of where to put them and i you know i moved a couple people that were starting center mids and starting attacking mids they're my defenders now and so just, just little things like that, um, I think really helped, you know, my, my, my starting center back, she played at attacking center mid for JV last year and she's tall and she can, it's really fast. And I was like, you know what, let's just see if you can go here. Um, 
and it's ended up working out pretty well. All right. <laughs> Good. All right. Awesome. So now tell us a little bit, Plain District, uh, we, so we talked about it earlier, right? District 4 or 5A, currently mm -hmm. in first place. Don't want to jinx you, but I know you're close. You gotta, you kind of got to be zeroing in on a district title here. Maybe mm -hmm. one win away, maybe two wins away. But tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about what is that? What has it been like? Tell right, tell the rest of the state about District Four Five A a little bit. What's it like playing in that district? It's a competitive district. Like from the outside, it might not look that way. The score lines are crazy. Like we beat Lubbock Cooper a couple weeks ago, six to five. Like. That was an insane score line. Um, we we have a, the was ability. That a seven, was that a seven v seven match or what was? Yeah, pretty on? much. It, yeah. Was, <laughs> it was. It was. It was some things, but. <laughs> yeah. um, but everyone brings their best game, especially for us. Like they they come they come ready to play when they play mm -hmm. us, and it's I love it because I I don't want I don't want to blow out I don't want games like that I want a fun game, right. and every, just about every game we've been in. Mm -hmm. in the district has been that way and it's fun to see how the other teams are playing each other as well because they seem to be doing the same thing and as district has gone there are teams like abilene wiley they've just gotten so much better and they've changed things and they're giving much more um competition to the other teams in the district and right. love monterey and everybody love coronado love cooper they're just everybody is getting better and really getting in their niche and finding what clicks yeah and it's a very, it's a strong district in my opinion. Gotcha. So I, I always like to ask coaches this from time to time. I'll ask them, Hey, can you, if you could identify a particular characteristic, right? A, a personality, a trait of your, of your district, right? Regardless of team, what do you tend to, how would you describe the, the personality, the character, key characteristic of a district? Would you, what would you say it is for maybe for district four or five A? Grit is the first word that comes to mind. Like it's never easy and it's never uh, like nobody gives up. It is hardworking, hard fighting until the last minute, last second of the game. And everything is, every tackle is hard. Every shot is a good shot. There's no, there's no giving up and there's, there's no backing down. Gotcha. Okay, good. It's kind of what we would expect of a, uh, of a West, uh, West Texas uh, district, oh, yeah. right? So, um, <laughs> Now, obviously, in a perfect world, every coach would just love to be able to rant and rave and highlight every single one of their players, right? But mm -hmm. in the interest of saving time, maybe tell us, tell us if you can highlight maybe one or two key players that you have that that have really been instrumental in this turnaround. Yeah, I don't like this question because I love all my kids, and I think every single one of them makes an impact because it is a team sport and we would not have the success that we have without all of them and girls. I want y'all to know that. Cause I know you're watching this, but um, I think one, one really key player is Layla Brown. She is our starting uh, left striker and she has just been on fire this year. She is leading goal scorer in our district. Um, she is leading the team in points, goals and assists, things like that. And she is fun to watch. Like when she gets that ball, I get chills when she, the ball's about to be either crossed her or passed her or whatever. Like I'm on the edge of my seat because I know it's going to be good. And she has done a fan, a phenomenal job of doing her, playing her role this year. Um, I think another player that I want to, that I would highlight is 
uh, probably Marin Murray. She she's one who she played in the midfield last year. She was mm-hmm. um, instrumental in a lot of the goal scoring opportunities last year. But I moved her to defense this year because I felt that her she has a very good leadership qualities. And in the back, I need somebody who's obviously going to be vocal and dominant force. And she's done a fantastic job of really kind of holding down the fort in the defense and making sure that everyone's where they need to be. And it's really fun because she's also our corner kick. She takes our corner kicks. And so when she gets the corner kick, she's so excited. She's like, yeah, I get to put the ball in the box and run so fast to kick it. But those are probably the two that really stand out that have made an impact in ways that I wasn't expecting. Awesome. Great stuff. Great to hear. um, Now, as we start to transition here a little bit, coach, so, you know, you're in your first year, first year coach at the high school level. Obviously, you've been coaching club now for a few years, but mm-hmm. what has that experience, right, as a Texas high school soccer coach, what has that been like for you so far? How would you describe that? Way different than I expected. I don't think people give high school coaches enough credit. I think they kind of, especially, I love my club coaches, but a lot of club coaches don't give high school coaches very much credit. They mm-hmm. see it as kind of like rec soccer, but it's a lot more than that. There's way, way, way more time and effort and energy put into it than people realize. And you're doing it every single day. And Mm -hmm. so you have to be more creative in your drills that you're doing and in the activities that you're doing, because you can't be stuck in the mundane of doing, doing these certain drills that, you know, work, especially girls that get bored. Mm -hmm. Like you've got to, you've got to mix it up. And so it's, it, it just doesn't get enough credit in my opinion. Right. So, well, I guess that's one of the things you being a coach on both sides, right. You can kind of help, you can kind of help bang the drum, right. For high school, high school soccer on that side. So good. Pros and cons to both for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so you played, so I understand. So obviously you played, you played on the private, on the private side of the house, right. At Fort Worth Christian. So tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit how, from your time in terms of playing high school to now, right? From your, your playing days to now, obviously after your college days at Harden Simmons, but now, right. And you reflect and you look back on the game when you were in high school to now, what stands out to you the most in terms of just how the game has evolved the high school game that is. Uh, There's a lot more community involvement. Like it's, it's awesome for our girls to be able to walk around the hall and people be like, Oh, good game last night. Like the girls made a comment. I think it was today. They were like, you wouldn't have even known that we had a girls soccer team until this year. Like no one ever recognized anything. And so I think the community involvement has become a lot more. And I think social media is a huge factor in that because we post scores, people post scores, all the people posting pictures. Um, We've got the Abilene. He's, I'm not sure his role, but he, he's a student photographer and he takes, comes and takes pictures at our games. So Mm -hmm. there's more people coming. And I think that's the biggest kind of, change from when I was playing, when I was playing, it's our parents. And if you had a best friend that wanted to sit out in the 40 degree windy cold, and now it's like, they'll find a way and they'll come support their friends and they'll come cheer them on and watch them do what they love to do. Yeah. So you, you know, you've been there for a little while now, obviously going all the way back to your college days, but how would you say soccer is changing in both Abilene and just maybe the big country region? Anything stand out to you or anything that you can point to when you, you want to talk to the rest of the state here and just say, Hey, this is, you know, things are a little bit more different than you would think, right? Anything? Uh, there's a lot more club involvement and more commitment from players to 
put themselves out there and get themselves into positions to be on the best team and to be recruited. Um, so I coach for Sting. Uh, we partner with Sting. West Texas um, mm-hmm. is our branch. And we're able to reap the benefits of some of our players. Like Marin, she plays on a Dallas Sting team. And so she's able to have that connection through our local club here. And yeah. same with a bunch of the other girls that play um, for that club or just club in general there's way more involvement and there's way more emphasis. Um, I know a couple of the other high schools around the area, they're like, if you want to make varsity, you need to play club because mm-hmm. ultimately that's, what's going to getting more touches on the ball and getting more exposure to different coaching styles and positionings and different things is going to help you in the long run, be a better player. And there's so many, of course, personal things that right. right. playing multiple sports helps you with too. Yeah. Yeah. So Coach, this has been great. Obviously, first segment, we've gone through it. Uh, other, other than a, uh, what was that, maybe a five-minute uh, <laughs> technical difficulty delay there. Our apologies again. Uh, we blew right through that first segment, so that was really great. Uh, this first segment brought to you by our proud partners, Global Scarves. In case you hadn't heard, uh, we just recently partnered with them. So Global Scarves is the top provider of custom knitted scarves, beanies, and other fan merchandise in the United States. All merch is fully custom with free design services and free shipping on all orders. You can, if you're interested, you can contact, <clears throat> excuse me, you can contact them at info at globalscarves.com. Again, that's info at globalscarves.com. And you can get any free designs and quotes built, built up for your school or your club. So if you use the code hashtag 5050pod, that's 5050pod, you can get, you can get probably some additional savings, but also in addition to that, um, just lets them know about that you're aware of our partnership and just they'll take care of you. They're great people there. So, um, all right, coach, this is, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back shortly. We get to pick on you a little bit with uh, some counterattack segment. All right. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. College promoters, USA founded and located in San Antonio operates as the only family owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student athletes and their families. As the lead sponsor and proud supporter of the 5050 Podcast, alongside Coach Hector Cano, College Promoters is proud to be elevating its support for the college soccer recruiting process more than any other service in the country. If your son or daughter is serious about competing in college soccer, call College Promoters USA directly at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athlete. All right, and we are back with Coach Tiffany Van Hoos, the head women's soccer coach of the Abilene Eagles. It is about that time, Coach, counterattack. Uh, but before we do, this segment brought to you by our great friends at Gipper. So Gipper's the way schools, athletic departments, ADs, and coaches create world-class marketing content. Join over 2,500 coaches and ADs and use Gipper to create high-quality visual branded graphics for your program. The best part? Anyone can do it in seconds on any device without needing any design experience whatsoever. So you can save. If you're interested, you can save with them just for being a 50-50 podcast listener. By going, you can save 10% off any first-time Gipper purchase. All you have to do is go visit gipper.com slash partner slash 5050 to learn more. Again, that's gipper.com slash partner slash 5050. So 
All right. Are we ready? Ready when you are. <laughs> All right. So first one right out of the gate. If not an educator slash coach, you would have been what? I first went to college to be a physical therapist. Um, so that's what I would be. But I've told myself in my later life, after I kind of retire from teaching and stuff, I'd want to be a nurse. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. All right. So why the change, if you don't mind me asking? Was there a particular reason for it with physical therapy? <laughs> so I went, <laughs> no, I, I went and did some shadowing and yeah. they wouldn't let me sit. So I stood on my feet for nine hours. And I was like, I'm not doing this. And then I became a teacher where I stand on my feet for like nine hours. So. Nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> Plus coaching. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, all right. Next one. VAR. Yes or no? Sometimes yes. Sometimes no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good, but it sometimes it ruins the game because yeah. it's like, but I think referees miss a lot. And so it's kind of helpful to them to be able to kind of check themselves and, He's like, that's why I say yes. So keep it in the game. Yes. Yeah. Keep it in the game. Okay. Good. How would you, knowing everything you know now, right? If you could go back and now coach you, how would you have coached you? Oh. I honestly had some really good coaches throughout my career who taught me a bunch of different things. I don't, there was only one coach that I can think of that really did not do it for me, but all my others, it's, I'm not hard to motivate, you know, like I've got that competitive bone. I want to win. I want to be better. Mm -hmm. I want to be better than everybody else. And I, I wouldn't change anything on how I, I how I grew up coaching. Um, it was, it was done the way that it needed to be done. Nice. Honestly. Okay. Good. All right. Next one. Any game day, as a coach now, not as a player. All right. Any game day superstitions or rituals? Oh goodness. I wore shorts the other day and I was like, this is why we tied. Um, <laughs> I wore, I wore a different shirt and that's why the score was six to five. Like I am very superstitious, but I know there's no reason to be, um, me and the, the guys coach at Abilene high, we actually get mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A every day. And so that's kind of one of our rituals is right. making sure we eat Chick-fil-A. Um, but I will only wear pants from here on out, despite what the weather is. And <laughs> I will only wear certain jackets. So yes, definitely there superstitions. Okay. All right. So there's a few in there, right? Chick-fil-A pants yep. and jackets, I guess. Yep. All right. Good. All right. Awesome. So river, lake, or beach, which one? Beach. Beach. Awesome. You can't, you can't see, I hate lakes. You cannot see your feet when you get in the water and that freaks me out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I've I been in some beaches that were the same, so I don't know. Yes, don't yes, know. but but when you go to the Mediterranean, you just know it's okay. It's the, it's a good kind of beach. All right, good deal. Morning person or night owl? Morning person. But I've turned into a night owl on some days. But no, I can definitely wake up yeah. and get started on my day rather than being able to stay up till three a.m. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Well, now here's the question though: is have you, have you been turning into more, have you morphed into the night owl now, now that maybe that when you're in season right now, have you noticed? No, that I've morphed into a no sleep. So I'm still an early morning oh, person okay. and a night owl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's me. I believe we call those insomniacs, right? Yes. Where I'm, I'm a, but I tell people I'm not a morning person. I'm, I'm an early riser. There is a difference, yeah, right? You, Meaning <laughs> I'm up early, but don't talk to me. Right? Yeah. No, I still don't have to drink coffee yet. So yeah. we're good there. 
Oh, it's year one. Don't worry. You got, you got plenty of time. <laughs> you got plenty of time. All right. Awesome. So, all right. Next one. This one always ruffles some feathers. So, uh, and you cannot say your current team. All right. So favorite and least favorite soccer team. Oh, I can't say my current team. Yeah. It's too easy. Too easy. It's too easy. My favorite team. I mean, it's going to be cliche, but I got to say the U S women's national team, like they, she believes took care of business. Did they need to do yeah. Uh least favorite team is anything with Cristiano Ronaldo. Cause I just can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I thought, I thought you were going to actually just kind of give in the little shameless plug Harden Simmons. Maybe I thought you were going to go there, yeah. but okay. That would have so. been a good one. And I thought about my club teams too, because yeah. right. I love those kids, but yeah, but those, said, those are still a little her. too easy, but Okay. They are too, exactly. It's too much yeah. of a gimme. Right. Right. Okay. So <laughs> next one. So, all right. Tiffany Van Hoos is appointed the soccer czar in America, right? New position. You're in charge of all of soccer in this country. What is the first, first thing you change in soccer in America tomorrow? Agenda item number one, anything goes, you can change everything. No white shorts for women. Um, <laughs> <That's number one. laughs> that is number one because that's a crime against yeah. women um but i mean i get that it looks good no i would probably say gosh the first thing i would change um not straight to penalty kicks like they're definitely you have to have your overtimes mm -hmm. and i think those overtimes should not be golden goal either so that's like a couple things mm -hmm. that i would change in the mix but penalty kicks are the worst way to lose mm -hmm. Now is that the is that the current bylaw in four or five A right now? Do you all go yes. straight to penalties? Yes. Yeah. Which we wonder... don't. We actually we actually agreed um, no penalty kicks. So we just ended ties. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Like we took a vote to it. Oh, okay. So you ended yeah. the draw. Okay. But but okay. everybody else goes straight to penalties. Which I think would be the case because you you have one draw in district play, right? That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So okay. I, I kind of knew that actually, I just forgot. So we're, we try to track so many districts and oh, by, bylaws are different in every district. Yes. So yeah. Okay. So next one, favorite movie quote that you can share that you can share. <laughs> <laughs> favorite movie quote I can share. Oh gosh. I love movies. Um, we have a few movie questions coming your way, so don't worry. Oh goodness. Oh man, now I'm stuck. I don't know. There's so many good ones. I don't think of the first one that comes. You to want to come back to that one? We can do a reattack. Yeah, we can come let's back. come back to that one. Okay. All right. Next one. Super superpower uh, superpower strength here. Speak every language, or the ability to talk to animals. Which one? Speak every language, because then you can travel and there's no problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I say. That and the fact that as a soccer coach. It makes a lot of sense to, but that's just my take. That's my take mm -hmm. personally. So, all right. Next one. Watching, watching a movie alone in a theater. Yes or no. Why not? I don't know. It's kind yeah. of like eating alone. Some people just kind of, it's like. But sometimes a, it's nice to eat alone. You know, you can get, get your time to be by yourself. <laughs> I agree. Um, I would prefer to watch a movie with people around me so that I'm not the only one laughing or the only mm. one crying, but I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching, you know, yeah. by myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I agree. I don't, I don't know why there's the impression. Some people just like, Oh my God, look, he he's, or she is sitting there by herself eating all alone. It's like, mm -hmm. hey, it's like, 
all, all the the thoughts I have in terms of coaching. That's that's plenty for me. So, all right, next one. Scale of one to ten. All right, how good or bad of a driver are you? One a ten being you are the standard, and a one being the the uh, DPS needs to revoke your driver's license immediately. When I'm by myself, I'm a fantastic driver. No, this when, isn't the theater question. No, no. <laughs> <This isn't the laughs> when I have other people in the car, I get driving anxiety and I make people really nervous. Yeah. So um, I would probably give myself, I'd give myself a solid five. <laughs> a five if you're by yourself? No, 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 no. Or a five just in general. Just in general? Okay. Yeah. All right. I think you're the, f well, no, actually you're not the first because I've had, I've had a couple of coaches answer when they're driving a bus versus when it's just them. Right. So. Oh, well, there's uh, a reason I will not get my CDL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Um, of actor who would play you, they're making a movie about your life. Who would play you actor that would play or actress, whatever that would play. you. Mm, if we're going for people that look similar then I get the Maze Runner lady. I don't know her name. Maze, um, Maze Runner. Oh gosh, mm. um, we're like twins apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying Emma Stone because she's fun. I like her. She's funky. Ah, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, she is. I don't. Has she been in any, anything recently? By the way, now that you say that, uh, not anything like super recent. Yeah, now that you say that, it got me thinking. So I was like, okay, all right, all right. So we're gonna come back to that one. Favorite movie quote. Gosh. I still don't know. I've got to think of like my favorite movie and then what's appropriate to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to get you in trouble here, coach. No, uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm not going to get myself in trouble either. Yeah. Um, we can come back to that one again in a minute. So no, no, I got it. I got it. You got it. Okay. okay. This is really weird to have. This is one of my favorite movies, but I, I love the movie Titanic and I cry every time that Jack dies, but when he is standing on the edge of the boat, and he is yelling like i'm king of the world and he just feels so free that is just i don't know why but that that's one of my one of my favorite because yeah. he's getting his his taste of freedom that he's never had before yeah okay cool. yeah. That, that was, that's a good one that's a pretty good one pretty famous one right so yeah. all right next one so current or book you recently read or current book you are reading um <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I kind of had a, I, uh, I don't have time to read books, first of all, but the most recent book that I read, um, Bridge to Terabithia, which sounds really weird, hmm. but it was, I was talking to some of my old teaching partners and they were talking about how their students were reading it. And I was like, oh, I haven't read that book. I don't think ever. And I sat down and read it in like a, a span of a day and I cried. It was so sad, but such a good book, <laughs> such a good book. <laughs> Thank you. Picking up, you love you love the drama, right? You love to yeah. cry. I guess I'm here to oh, yeah. stuff, right? Okay, good, awesome. So, all right, final question. All right, this one's gonna this is gonna be a reflective one. This is kind of a deep one here. Okay, so, twenty five years from now, your players will remember you most for. I'm very personable, and I'm very approachable, and so anytime. Even in just this first year, I've had a lot of serious conversations mm -hmm. with my players just about life. And it's it's very evident that they feel comfortable coming to me and talking to me. And, you know, I'm not trying to brag on myself or anything, but right. that's a very rare quality I've found, especially for teenage girls. They don't they don't just talk to anybody about their deepest problems. And so um, 
just just being able to be a trusting person that that they can come to and rely on and lean on in their their times that they need someone I'm their mentor not their friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good uh, how uh you know it's such a great point though too right is did you did you really fully grasp the awesomeness of that responsibility going in or did it kind of quickly hit you as you, as you got, once you got there and you got in a couple of weeks into maybe, you know, preseason, all of that, how, how did that come to you? Yeah. A couple of weeks in, um, I, one of my girls was just like, coach, can I talk to you after practice one day? And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. sure. And we just sat down and we just talked and she just like opened up about some things in her past and, um, moving forward, kind of how can I, what's the best way to approach this and just different things like that. And I was like, whoa, um, I am not old enough to give you advice on how to live your life. So let's pause for a second. But, um, you know, obviously still had the conversation with her and said what said what I would do and mm -hmm. gave her as much wisdom as I have, you know, in 25 years, I'll have way more wisdom to be able to give people. But right. um, the, the little bit that I have right now, <laughs> I, yeah. I try to share as much as possible. When yeah, they don't, ask. Worry, you, don't worry. You got plenty of time to accumulate the wisdom, <laughs> right? When you get old like me. So, all right. Awesome. So coach, this has been tremendous. Uh, been great having you, um, you shared a lot of great info with us and I cannot tell you just personally very proud of just what you're doing out there. There is a connection that I have with the city of Abilene having been there for, you know, it's actually where, you know, my family and I retired out of there at Dias Air Force Base six months. Uh, we were there for six months where the plan was to originally was to be there much longer. And uh, ironically, um, hopefully was going to end up being a part of the co coaching staff there for a gentleman by the name of Marcus Wood. Right. And uh, that didn't come to fruition when I chose to retire early and come back to San Antonio. So you cannot tell you just personally to see what you know, what your program is doing, what you're doing there in terms and watching soccer kind of start to take off and thrive there in Abilene uh, makes me very proud. And I cannot tell you that uh, I know you're you're getting this, the area's attention, the region's attention and the state's attention in a positive way. And that's a good thing. So um, so thank you again for being here. And uh, so before we go, you know, as is customary, we changed it. We used to call it final thoughts. Now we call it stoppage time where you basically share your final thoughts, but we just call it stoppage time now. So, you know, any shout outs, thank yous, anything that's on your mind as it relates to your team, the game, what have you. Um, this is, this is the time where we can do that. And the floor is yours. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I appreciate this opportunity to really brag on my girls. Uh, I wouldn't be here without them. You know, they are the star of the show and they are the ones that are doing all the work. I just stand on the sidelines and try not to yell so much. Uh, but they're the ones out there kicking butt and mm -hmm. taking names and doing all the awesome things that, that they're doing. And so I am just so thankful for them um, and so proud of them and so happy for them that they're getting the recognition that they deserve so far. And, you know, hopefully we can keep getting that recognition. Um, you know, obviously thank yous to my friends and my family who have supported me through everything. Um, big changes happened this past year. And so yeah. I just am so thankful that they have had my back and um, wanted what's best for me the entire time, regardless of, you know, what that was. Um, I'm thankful for all the coaches that I've had in my life because they've, whether, you know, my coaches or uh, co-coaches that have, 
given me advice and taught me different things. I, I especially see a lot of the things that Woody taught me mm-hmm. um, as I'm coaching. I'm like, ah, oh, that's something Woody would do um, <laughs> or different things like that. Um, and one of my one of my club coaches used to say some of the most random things. And I catch myself saying it and the girls are like, what? I'm like, yeah. ah, you wouldn't get it. But uh, just thankful for all of the investment that mm-hmm. everyone has kind of poured into me. Right. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the girls and yeah. my friends and my family and all these other coaches um, that have helped me along the way. And yeah, I guess my, I have some advice, you know, advice for new coaches. Like there's always going to be people in your life trying to tell you that you can't do it and that you're not good enough. And right. my advice for you is to remove those people ignore what they have to say and focus on the people that know you, the people that know you are going to be honest with you. And they're going to tell you if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, if you're, Mm -hmm. if you could be doing a better job, but people who don't truly know you are always going to try to tear you down. Uh, So don't listen to the negative feedback of people who don't have your best interest at heart and who don't know your heart. Right. So great. That's all I got. Yeah. No, that's, Hey, that's a lot. That's a lot. You just unpacked there. That's good. though. It's good. We do have one question here for you came in mm. from uh, Annie Chavez. So mm. how do you feel the local media coverage of this season and girls sports in general? Um, I think high school sports gets neglected as it is. And then I think girls sports obviously gets more neglected. Football is, is Texas. Like, so um, I, I obviously think it could be better, especially with how successful this team has been so far. Um, and I would want more for the girls for them to be able to be recognized more. Uh, but unfortunately, and I hate that, that that's like how it is. Um, Mm -hmm. so obviously if there's ways that we can kind of bring that change. And again, I think social media is a big one. Uh, so while the news might not be covering it much, even though our game versus Wiley the first time was actually on TV a couple of times. Um, social media has at least done a good job of, of promoting girl sports and yeah, making yeah. sure that it's getting recognized. Right. Right. And you know, that's, uh, that, that's part of the reason for this platform, to be honest, and mm-hmm. how, how it, the genesis of it was part of that is, is for that very reason, right? It's yes, we understand we're in Texas. We understand the football piece, you, you know, don't, we can talk about that till we're blue in the face, mm-hmm. not trying to change that. But what we are trying to do is, you know, as I said, <clears throat> as I said, not too long ago, with another high school coach that I, that I had on here is that is this is a time for, for, for our sport, for soccer in general, but Texas high school soccer. And what we're trying to say is we want, you know, we want a bigger piece of the pie. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we can sit there idly and say, that's just the way things are, or we can try to implement change. Right. And, and lead by example. So, um, and it's again, kudos, kudos to coaches such as yourself and the support of the coaching, you know, the coaching community and then being able to support platforms such as ours. And there are others out there as well. So the support of those platforms matters. So, so thank you to the coaches who get that. Thank you to the players who get that as well. So um, yeah, because there's, there's your traditional media and then there's now your, your end right. You talk about social media, but the independent media as well, that's out there at large. So, so please support them and they will in turn, they will have the, uh, the leverage to be able to support you all more. I guess that's what I would share as well. So if that makes any sense. 
So, all right. And <clears throat> excuse me, my final thought, my final thoughts, a little bit more of a somber one a ser on a serious note earlier today, we put something out. Uh, our hearts are with our thoughts are with the, uh, the cattle mills, uh, the lady, lady foxes, the fighting foxes community. And one of their, uh, one of their soccer players, one of their athletes, Victoria Mendez went down on February 15th with a uh, pretty significant uh, head injury and uh, there is a GoFundMe that is uh, circulating right now in support of her and her family. And all we're asking is, if you can, if you can consider maybe contributing um, contributing to that, because any one of us, as all as coaches, we could all be, and as as me as a father, right, as well with two daughters, I can tell you that we can, at any given time, we can, any of us can be in that situation, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. So, um Thoughts, prayers with uh, with uh, Victoria Mendez, her family, the Cattle Mills, you know, Cattle Mills High School community and the Lady Foxes as well. So please consider, please take a look at that. And we are with her as well. So, Coach, that's going to do it. So uh, thank you again to uh, Coach Tiffany Van Hoos of the head, women's soccer, the head women's soccer coach, I should say, of the Aveline Eagles. And for our listeners, again, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod as well as on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast. Find, you can find us on YouTube as well. Go on there, subscribe, sign up for notifications for you get notified for any future episodes. You can also find us now on Twitch. If you are on Twitch, please go subscribe on Twitch. That's the newest platform that we're slowly trying to grow. So, um, but as we always say, you know, now being listened to in 50 countries, uh, we're actually being listened to in more countries than we are in States in this country. So, how that happened, we still don't know, but it's pretty awesome. So we brag on it a little bit, but it's all attributed to you all. So our listeners, our supporters, you're the reason why we do it. So until the next time, you know what to do. Keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.